Hey, welcome to the Infinite Creative Podcast. My name is Fitz, and this is... And I'm Sean, and you are at the podcast all about creativity, freelance, and awesome stuff. How's it going, my man? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, it's been busy right before the end of the year. How about you? Uh, yeah, busy, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, just business stuff. Um, you know, fun things like talking to lawyers, talking to accountants, fun things like that, oh. you know, all those things. I forgot. I forgot you in all that drama. So you basically did all that work, you did not get paid, and now you have to basically like, hey, we have a contract and you should pay or you pay extra. Mm -hmm. Isn't that right? Um, yeah, sometimes it can be paid extra. In my case, I don't know if I'm going to go for extra. I just want to get paid and get out. But um, yeah, I can't talk too much about it. It, it may become an actual legal case, but um, so I can't talk about too many particulars. But yeah, talking to lawyers, what's cool. And, and I think this is a cool uh, example for everyone else out there is, you know, um, you can get you can get free things. So like so in this case, I got a pro bono lawyer because I had such a bad financial year the year before. I actually applied to get a pro bono lawyer with a local nonprofit that kind of um, represents creatives. And so that was kind of the cool thing is having a lawyer conversation where the entire time they're like, yeah, this is where we would charge you $400 an hour. This is where we would charge you $150 an hour. But like, hey, but you're pro bono. So so I have free lawyers. And that's the coolest type of lawyers to have. So um, so it's cool conversations. Yeah. They were very, very awesome people. So I'm excited to finally get some demons from this last year kind of put to rest, man. Yeah, so we, we're talking to a lawyer too, like after Rachel's accident, and um, mm -hmm. some of her coworkers were like, "Hey, you should reach out to this lawyer. Um, he maybe can mm -hmm. help you with like getting money." And I'm like, "How do you have to get money?" And I'm like, "Who should pay for that? Because this is kind of self-inflicted." And apparently, there's like a lawyer can help you with the insurance, so it's not always about suing somebody. Can be sometimes yeah. like just like dealing with the insurance that they pay up for what they should pay up for, and mm -hmm. a couple other things. And I was like, oh, those lawyers, they they really speak like top notch. And I'm just like here making like shenanigans, kind of slaughter, and all my buzzwords. And yeah, oh, yeah. I felt a little, little. Not too smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. The same for me in the call. Like, um, so one of the lawyers that's helping me, I think he's like our age, our younger, maybe. And he was just so yeah. put together. He had like a sweater and a, and everything. He was at home. He's working from home and he was all just dressed to the nines. Got and it. he just looked, it's like, dang, man. So, yeah, I think we can all learn a thing or two from how lawyers dress, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How they dress and how they act and how they um, carry themselves. I think like that mm -hmm. makes a, a big yeah. impact because like first impressions are like kind of key. Um, I had like a couple topics in mind for today and it was like, um, um, how to um, have the energy for the day and like being pumped, you know, because I was on a sales event where they are just like, just honor the top salespeople and they put together like an awesome event and it was like really cool. Like they made like a weird mm -hmm. mention party with midgets and like um, strippers and ice chains like it was like really weird i was there filming and stuff and i'm like what's going on here and they really gave back to their employees like in a weird way though um obviously it was like interesting how they make money and it's basically knocking doors it's solo sales and they were trying to make like um, a wolf of wall street party and they certainly did <laughs> so i saw some stuff and i'm like god damn <laughs> yeah oh, but yeah. basic yeah. yeah but basically sorry for interrupting um all of their workers were like um kind of like us you know and they're just like yeah they basically got us hyped up they teach us everything and there were kind of certain things that stood out to me to be motivated to knock those doors because that is like a very depressing thing if you get like a mm -hmm. hundred or two hundred no's a day mm -hmm. yeah sorry 
Yeah, so you went to like a workshop. Is that what this was, or is that um, no? So it was like paid gig. Okay. Like um, they threw a great okay. party, and I'm just like, huh? They're making how much money, and they're doing what, and they're getting mm. paid back, and so basically the company mm. really gave back to those people, and I'm just like, that is mm. one way to be motivated. If you're a boss, like maybe you should throw like a New Year's party and actually give back instead of the pizza party. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So did they? Did they give back then? I guess I'm sorry. I'm just kind of confused. Was, mm -hmm. was this a pizza party, or they did give back? Or? <laughs> yeah, it was a pizza party in the style of Wolf of Wall Street, where basically got everybody got like Gucci bags and stuff like that, and nice Jeez. watches. Yeah, I was like, what is going on here? And they invited like uh, a lot of people to perform, and I was like there mm -hmm. looking around. I think you saw the stories that I posted, or um. Maybe nope. <laughs> I think I, I saw not. like I, I think I saw like one or two, but I, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, it was an epic party, and they basically um, like um, put a giant show on. And on the yeah. end of the event, they gave out gifts for the best salespeople, and mm -hmm. they basically gave back. And I'm like, oh. Then I talked to some of the salespeople, and they are basically like um, mm -hmm. all emotional and tears and whatever, very <laughs> invested in the company, and being like, mm. oh. This is what we are supposed to do in early in the morning. Basically, um, one of their mm -hmm. sales trainers told them, hey, if you wake up first thing in the morning, watch a motivational video. And mm. that gets some hype, I guess. I'm not really onto that train, but I'm like, oh, mm. I should give it a shot. What do you think about well, that? I like that. Well, I like the idea of that. You know, um, throughout my life, I've... I've struggled with stuff um, like time and energy time and time again. And, you know, when you sit there, you know, and you try to plan it out, right? Like, what the heck am I doing wrong in my day? Then almost, you almost always come to the beginning of the day. It's always the most important time where you can really F up the day or you could really do an amazing kind of uh, momentum for the day. So I think watching something uh, like inspirational in the morning is pretty important, I would say. I, I wouldn't say it's like... You don't have to do just that. You know, for me, it's reading. You know, I'm trying to get back into reading. I think, um, you know, I think because your brain, you know, and I, this may not be me, so I may not be talking for people out there, but more just me. But, you know, in the morning, especially people that have anxiety and depression problems, I feel like it all comes in first thing in the morning. You wake up, you get out of bed, and then immediately it all just kind of comes flooding in. And if you can stop that flood in, that moment where, like, all the anxiety of the days passed and all the stuff and what I got to do today and what I got behind on, if you can stop that and then just like have something that kind of breaks that it's really cool so i mean for me it's like reading just books i want to start to read fiction again even because i've been reading all these like design books and creative books and yeah. you know all these things i, I want to get back into like reading dune or something that just has no Ooh. it's just fiction just just takes you to another universe first thing and like stop worrying about your job just read a chapter of dune disconnect yeah. zen out I think like that is a theme in the show here where we're like, okay, Sean, he wants to be more human and uh, living the life, you know, and, you know, like just enjoy everything as you should, you know, and there's like, I don't know what the right or wrong path is on this. And I just think like, as long as you keep on doing and like, actually, hey, consume and just do your thing. It's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But if you're just like dragging around and not doing anything and you feel guilty about not doing stuff, then it's maybe mm -hmm. time to just push through or consume. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I like your, yeah, I think, I like what you're saying with consume, right? Because there is something to consuming and then engaging, right? They're two different yeah. things, right? Like, and yeah, when you're consuming, that's like the doom scrolling, right? That's like the, you're just staring at YouTube or you're just staring at Netflix for hours. That's, that's the consuming. But then the engaging yeah. is like the, yeah, actually using your imagination or, yeah, painting or drawing a picture or writing poetry or, 
you know, even going on a walk or something, you know, that's one thing too. I've, I've been, I've been watching a lot of videos, um, that, that all have to do about the circadian rhythm and how like you mm. really should be getting direct sunlight early in your day. Like one of the first things you should do is go walk every day. Now today it's zero degrees here right now, so <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but but like, you know, I, it's a great idea though. You know, that's something that I, I think I get, I'm very guilty of. I don't know about you where like I get my coffee, I go right into the computer and it's like, you didn't get any fresh sunlight. You didn't move that around at true. all. You just you went straight to the blue light, you know, and that's whew, blue light yeah. special. Yes. I, I don't know. Like it's actually a big issue. Like you wake up, you go into your cave and then you do cave things. That, that's quite literally how it is for me. You know, I'm sitting down mm -hmm. watching a couple of videos and hopefully, so with the consuming part where you talked about it's like yeah there's a difference mm -hmm. of what you consume because there's a mentally candy that you can consume that's a doom scrolling really bad for you but if you consume mm -hmm. like content that is actually meaningful or inspires you or is about something that makes you do stuff then it's good mm -hmm. uh, you know consuming so th there is a difference yeah yeah and you know and one thing you know in terms of yeah playing with that engagement versus consuming is so for me as a creative, like I have design, right? And then I, you've got, uh, I, I've shown on this this podcast before some of my paintings. I paint all as well. Some things yeah. that I've also done in the past is is try to paint first thing in the morning. Now I know for all of the creatives out there, like how could I do that? I'm so behind. How can I like do something that has nothing to do with my business? But if you like, if you do something that's also creative that's outside of your business, and you do something that's like good in the morning, like let's say I paint and I get like a decent amount done, but then let's say the rest of the day for my business goes terribly then at least I did something on the painting, right? So then I at least feel good for the whole day, right? So it yeah. kind of sets you off on a good, because I think that's important too, right? I think, I, I don't know if you do this, but like, do you ever start out the day with like the easiest project just to get it done, just to get a good sense of completion? Do you ever do that where you? <laughs> well, right now there's no easy There's Just like, okay, we got to do stuff or we're screwed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the, oh. I have like a good amount of like, oh, this needs to be done motivation right now. And there's a lot mm -hmm. going on, which is very nice because if the pressure is real. But I think the moment where it's the most important is where not a lot is going on. You know, when you have time and what is your default then? You just go on a PC, scroll, uh, scroll a little bit YouTube, and you have time, mm -hmm. and you just kill one or two hours. That's kind of me when I have too much free time. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, now I should do stuff. But hey, I already wasted like an hour with coffee drinking just because I'm relaxed. Mm -hmm. Two hours with YouTube. Now I kind of feel like I should do stuff, but I'm not really ready to do the stuff because I did not prepare for it, you know? So it's yeah. like that habit is like really key. Oh yeah. Well, I love the the like the name of your other podcast is kind of perfect, right? Create before yeah. consume. I, I I do. I love that idea because because consuming like creates like it's like it's like a quick drug, right? It's like the cocaine yeah. of of feeling like you're doing good, right? Like you're like, oh yeah, I'm engaged in this video, <laughs> and the video ends and it's over. But like when you create, I feel like it's it, it goes out longer. It gives you more fuel, right? When you yeah. when you create something, or you know, I I think even just like. You know, so even for you, like in your case, you're like, oh man, nothing's easy. I just got all these crazy projects that are just going insane right now. Um, maybe I would challenge you in the morning to do even 30 seconds of like, you know, do something creative like planning your business or something that like is fun and you can complete. So it gives you that, that at least jump starts your day in a positive way where you're like, cool, at least I've done that. If the rest of the day yeah. goes to hell, I've at least done something good.
Yeah, on that note, like you said, planning your business. Um, I consumed this morning content about business, and I was like, oh, somebody mm -hmm. made a really cool reel about like, hey, this is the formula how to get more clients, and everybody wants more mm -hmm. clients, you know, and like, every, yeah. you probably have like a way of how you get clients. I have a way how I get clients. Mm -hmm. Um, his spin on that was like, social proof plus skill equals customers, and customers mm -hmm. is the number 10 and now you have to um, get to 10 somehow with the skill or the social mm -hmm. proof i'm like oh this is an interesting concept because like you could have been like um two of social proof but your skill is an eight so you get automatically clients because two per two whatever 20 percent saw it so yeah mm -hmm. basically what is your spin yeah. on that Oh, that, I mean, that's essentially my ratio, 20% social, 80% good work, right? So um, that's it's the only reason, yeah, I have, I do as well as I do is like, I don't yeah. really, like, I always make the joke that like, if I was more of a social, socialite person, I was going out every night to every networking thing, I would be, I'd be drowning in work, but, um, you know, so I, yeah, I think, I think, you know, that you're right. It's, it's an interesting thing. Like there's, it depends how you want to balance that, but yeah, you're right. There is some part of it that's like social equity, social, like how do people know about you and see what you're doing? And then, yeah. And then you're right. There is that part that is skill. So it is, there's this balance, right? Yeah. Um, where do you think most creatives are, by the way? Do you think more, do you think it's spread evenly or do you think there's more that are less social and more creative? Cause that's what I would almost say is that I, I feel like creative people tend to be more reclusive. I, I, I just, I, in my years of being creative, I've just found that. I've Not that I haven't seen outgoing creative people, but I feel like I've seen more, like, you know, shy creative yeah. people. Yeah, so on that note, um, after you ask me what I think what the creative world looks like, I'm just like, wait a minute, I don't even know what the creative world looks like because, like, what we see is, like, the top 1% on social media, and then we compare mm -hmm. this must be everybody. I'm like, not everybody is, like, super talented and puts out a ton of content because, like, mm -hmm. the people you see on social media, they first off have sometimes teams or they mm -hmm. are, like, in the top 1% of, like, hey, work machines with like a uh, high right. quality output and like most of the creatives they're just like you and i and they're just like either like the 80 20 or like 50 50 or like 30 70 you know there's probably a mm -hmm. wide range of um, um different people where they put out a lot of work or don't put a lot of work out and it's like it's really mm -hmm. really iffy but we're kind of screwed yeah. because we see those high quality people out there putting like out like 20 top-notch videos and you're like what's going on here am i bad you know what i mean yeah 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 well yeah we live in that time right where we're all comparing ourselves to each other you know even us having a podcast of course we're comparing our podcast to other people's podcasts and things like that you know so it's just that's just how it kind of goes i think um but yeah, yeah i think it's 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 really just being honest with yourself right I, I i had to be honest with myself at one time where i think like when i was a young creative i was like no i can get there with 100 percent creativity zero social and yeah. I think it's just being honest with yourself and, and seeing where your weakness is, right? So so on the reverse, you know, if you're very social, you go out, you're doing the networking events, you're, <clears throat> you can talk the talk, you get the client, let's say. Let's say you, you're, you're, you always get clients, but after the first project, they leave you because your skill's yeah. not there. You know, so it's like, it's always just like kind of being like honest with yourself, right? It's like seeing where the problem is. Like we, we're, none of us are like perfect at both. So it's just seeing like, well, what's the one that you're not good at? <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, that brings up another thing where I was thinking about this morning, because like I'm in the morning, I, I do a lot of thinking about business, what I should do and shouldn't do, yada, yada, yada. And one of the things was like, okay, I was like, what am I? Because like, I don't really post like a lot of stuff of client stuff, you know, and I'm mm -hmm. more like, like you said, 
the networking aspect by me is like usually better, you know? And I just get work randomly and I'm like, oh, I don't even know how it gets to me, you know? So I was like, maybe I should send out a questionnaire to just like drill a little bit deeper, figure out what am I? And I'm like, how skilled am I on the client's opinion, you know? So I was like, how do I do that? What, what is your thing? Like, would you do a Google form? What would you do? Yeah, I love that you brought that up. That's a great, that's actually a great point. Um, So, you know, in past years, what I've done <clears throat> to varying degrees of success, I actually should probably start it up again, is um something like a survey monkey. I, I just send them a quick link survey to a survey. Um, you know, survey monkey is just one of many companies. There's there's plenty out there. That's the one that I kind of go to a lot. Um, But yeah, you can use it for free. There's a few other free things. You know, Google Forms is free as well. So if you're a Google Drive lover, then that's cool because you can kind of um, collect stuff in the Google Drive. You can even have people upload stuff. But um, but yeah, I would I would say that's the easiest thing is um, you know, and the best time to ask it is that kind of final thing, right? So let's say you send the finals, um, you send or you send the files, you send the kind of the invoice maybe or maybe the invoice gets paid so there's like that final communication um even one thing i, I meant to do but I, I haven't done yet is just put a link on the invoice so I, so on one of the prior episodes i showed how i use wave apps um yeah. invoices and you can I, you could put a link in like the footer of every invoice for example that goes to the survey so they pay the invoice and it's they may not go to the survey um but they may and um it, yeah so i would say do that do, do survey make it short obviously nobody likes to fill out a long survey so keep yeah. it real short five ten multiple choice things max and um you know and then maybe one box at the end that's just like you know do you have any comments any things you'd like to see improved anything um because what's cool about that i will say and i do this for clients too i kind of give them this same exact advice because um a you you get to get feedback good and bad um you know, spoiler alert, you won't get much bad feedback. People don't like to, to shred contractors to their face, I've found out. So so you mostly will get good stuff. But with that, now you have testimonials and you have them saved somewhere. So so for me, like I have a bank of about 20 testimonials because of that survey now where like, you know, they'll, they just said, oh, you did a great job, great communicator, all these things. And it's like, cool, now I have a bank of those. So, you know, if I need yeah. to put testimonials somewhere, I have them saved. So I tell that to my clients too, because that is the awkward moment when we're doing a project and I'm like, okay, cool. Do you guys have any testimonials? And I get that like fear in their eyes. They're like, uh, I don't know. Hopefully someone left a review on Google. I don't, I don't know. And so... So it's great to collect those sort of surveys. So that's a great point, though. I think I think you brought up a really, really good point that a lot of people don't do. You know, you get to the end of the project, you're so excited to just get paid and move on that you forget the the, the step of like, you know, and even for yourself. So there's a survey, but there's also like the fact that you, you should also be writing down what went wrong, what could go better and do it like immediately because... Because if you don't, then you forget it and you'll repeat the same mistake over and over again. So, you know, I, I tend to do that. I always... So after every meeting, um, I, I always have like a, a wrap up thing that I do for myself. So like, let's say we were in a meeting right now and it ended, I would actually spend another 10, 20 minutes just writing what we had talked about so I can remember it. I would do the yeah. same thing with a project. When a project ends, I would write down what went right, what went wrong, um, how can we do better next time? Yeah. And I mean, obviously you always can do better, um, but it's the end of the mm -hmm. year, you know, that's like the time where you're like, mm -hmm. okay, let's make the highlight reel of the year, or let's reach out to all the customers. Let's w uh, wish mm -hmm. everybody a happy new year, good start, you know, just like see what's mm -hmm. going on in their life, you know? And yeah. that's why I was like, I should do that, you know, but it's also <coughs> like <sighs> so much going on and I'm just, it's like, you know, sometimes you just wish you, there's a button or uh, yeah, <laughs> to fix the problems. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, it's called AI. No, I'm just joking. Um, but you know, I, um, you know, I. But yeah, it's it's 
It's a really good point because I, I can't tell you how many creatives I I ran into where they repeat the same mistakes. They do the same mistakes with every client and they get really frustrated of like, why do the clients never like my work? Or why do they never go back to me for another job? And, you know, I did all this work for someone and now they just went to another designer or videographer like immediately. Like, I just did a good job and you just like left me. It's like, you know, anytime you have these kind of questions where you're like, why are they doing this to me? Why am I like this? That's where it's like, well, you should have surveys. You should have some way of capturing this. Like there is something out there. You just don't know it. So on that note, let's say, um, so here, here's my, my journey right now. So I'm at a point where I'm like, I do the high paying weddings and I do some low paying, like other creative gigs because like we need the money and we take the money, you know? So that's like kind of what we do. <laughs> I like that. We need the money. We take the money. That's like my new motto, my new business motto. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, you know, like there's sometimes work that I take on and I'm just like, I know I cannot put too much time into it, you know, and for whatever time I put into it, it's already the best thing it could be, you know, because technically mm -hmm. they would not have that otherwise, you know, obviously mm -hmm. everybody consumes now social media and I assume like I paid 150, 300 bucks, you know, I had a guy with me shooting for four hours. This should be like an absolute banger, you know, like, mm -hmm. so how much time you can put in an edit, you know, like one, technically one hour is already theoretically too much and everything you do is too much already but you kind of have to make it worth it you put in like 10 hours whatever um, mm -hmm. if you get the feedback of that person and it's not up to that high production val uh, you know like that high production budget mm -hmm. what, what is your opinion on that like because like you cannot serve them like like a 10k client or a 2k client even though you should charge like 2000 whatever if you put in like yeah set them huh. of hours so you're, so you, okay, yeah, so just to make sure I have this correctly, um, so like, yeah, let's say you work 10 hours on a video, you send it in, they say it's not good enough, this needs to be a higher production, what's, what's the next no, step? No, no, that that's not asking, what they're or? saying, that's not what they're saying, because like, let's say oh, you okay. shoot a video for 300 buckaroonies, you know, like 300 bucks, mm -hmm. show up for four hours, film the shenanigans, you edit mm -hmm. it for like 10 to 15, or maybe more hours, so oh, if you... Okay. If you calculate that down, it's not really mm -hmm. worth like the, the time spent, you know what I mean? But you need the three hundred dollars once in a while, you know. So we take the money, yeah. we need the money. So obviously they oh, will be yeah. not too happy because like you could put in like so much extra effort in like let's put them effects on there, let's do this and let's do like the color grade yeah. that just hits right. Or you know, like but you kinda have to run through it and they maybe think like they spent top dollar, but you know what I mean? So if you send them a questionnaire, how you deal with that? Because like a lot of creatives they are in that Mm -hmm. 150 to 500 dollar bracket and that is mm -hmm. the situation that they're in yeah no it's a, yeah it's a great point you know and i <clears throat> and arguably i'm i'm in still the same place 10 years into, yeah. into this where i'm i'm still like you know i need money I, I need the money so i i can't say no to people and and that is a hard skill to get to and and a lot of the youtube videos you'll see out there you know you'll have these accomplished creatives that probably make six figures and they're like you need to say no to clients and you need to fire some of your clients. And it's like, yeah, well, it's easy for you to say when you're like already have all this cushion and stuff. So you're right. A lot of creatives out there, they probably don't have any cushion. They're probably just barely making ends meet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> meet fits a. And, you know, and I think, you know, I, so yeah, so you're right. And I, I have the problem. I'm sure a lot of creatives, including you, have this problem of you just want to make good stuff too, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a waste of your time to... to 
yeah, it's not like you want to rush into anything and be like, yeah, I'm going to make some crap. I don't care. And so, so for me, one thing I, and I've kind of mentioned this on past episodes, I'm trying to do is trying to create tiers, right? So at Sean Craig Creative, what's the tiered system? Do you want the bronze plan, the silver plan, or the gold plan? And having a plan for each, right? Because I have had a couple times recently where I've quoted a website and I've been like, and it's a good price, right? I'll be like, it's two grand for uh, for a full website, which is which is a great price um, for anyone that knows websites. But but for these small, you know, mom and pop shops, two grand, you just blew their mind away. They were like, "What? I thought I saw I saw a thing for Squarespace that says thirty dollars a month, and and you want two grand? Like that's that's insane." Yeah. Um, but having an answer to that and being like, "Okay." So what's your budget? You know, and they'll and they may not tell you, and they may be like I don't know, I don't know. I'll be like, okay, well here here's here's it. The lowest I will possibly go, the bronze plan. You might not have to say bronze plan, but like, and you know, and the, and it's just about wording, right? So it's like, so like recently I had a client that um, we're gonna kick off something I think in the next month or two, where you know I I knew they didn't have a budget. Even as we were talking, they were telling me things like. Yeah, I just I'm not getting as many people in as I used to. I'm I'm having a harder time paying the bills. I'm I'm really in a tough spot now. Probably the worst part in my company's history. I know the website needs work. I, and and you know and and I just heard this. So so I kind of knew they were bronze plan. I didn't tell them on the call. I was like, oh, I I've identified you. You're you're low. Yeah. You're bottom barrel. But I didn't say that. But I but you know <laughs> probably took barrel. Him Got him again. I, <laughs> yep, the bottom barrels. But yeah, so I um you know that's the name of our band by the way. Um, but we're, uh, you know, I, so what, so what I ended up doing is I just, I worded it like this. I was like, you know what, man, usually this type of website would cost you, you know, I would, I would charge 2,000, 2,500, but, but I, I know that you don't have that money, right? But we know that you need a website and I do want to help you. So, so I can get this down to probably about a thousand or $1,200. I can get it to that, but that is honestly the lowest I can go. And when you, when you frame it that way, it's it's great because you're 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 creating a ceiling. So Christo on the future, he taught me this like six or seven years ago of like create the ceiling, and then so you're telling him like this is where it should be, like and you're making sure they know that like like yeah. if, as long as you're like hey just so you know I'm giving you this discount because I believe in you. And when you start to word things like that, I believe in your company, I believe in your goals, I like what you stand for, I like the words that you're saying. Then they start to feel like wow I'm I'm qualified. Wow I actually am qualified to work with this guy. And yeah, so so that's actually worked really well for me. And I'm trying to get better at that, right? Because you could have websites that are. I want to still be better in like your templated Squarespaces and stuff, but that's part of my plan now is in the bronze to be like, you know, I, I can do Squarespaces, right? I can do hard-coded websites. I could do JavaScript, jQuery. I could do these advanced websites, but maybe mom and pop business doesn't need that. Maybe they just need a Squarespace and a guy to set it up that knows Squarespace. And so, you know, so that's that's kind of where I'm at now is like, you know, figuring out those tiers ahead of time and then... And then, yeah, and you just have to be honest, right? So $300 for 15 hours of work, you just do the math. And it's like, well, you're making, like, whatever, less than minimum wage or whatever. So it's like, yeah. which may be okay, you know? So for you guys out there where you're like, I don't have any projects, I just need to get real projects. I need a portfolio of real projects, not just a bunch of hypothetical or school projects. Then there is value in that, too. And you have to kind of quantify that, right? So let's say you want a 1000 like, you just got out of school, you have no real projects, you quote a project for $1,000, they're like, nope, I can only do $500. Then you then what you do is you say, okay, I can do five hundred dollars. But then you, you get really honest. You're like, 
I'm a new creative. I need I need good PR. I need people to really stand up for me. So how about this? I'll do five hundred dollars, but what I'll need from you is I'm gonna need a testimonial. I'm gonna need to my be sauce. able to. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to have my logo or something somewhere. So like in this case, a website. So I'm gonna need to have it say "Created by Sean Craig Creative" on the bottom, and as well as I'm gonna need you to do you know X, Y, and Z. And it's it's interesting, and that's what I would tell people too. And I've yet again, I've only started doing this in the last year or two of just thinking. That it's not just money. That's not the only equity out there, right? Like you just said, there's social. There's social proof. So, so can you have them help you with that? And a lot of yeah. times you can. If you start to do some digging, you're like, you know what? Um, you know, and it could even be to the point. I don't think it's too bad to be like in the call and they're like, yeah, I can only do five hundred. You're like, okay. How about this? I, I can do it for five hundred, but is there anyone that you can refer to me? Because I, I have a thing as a business that if you give me referrals, then I can give you these discounts. And then you'd be surprised. I've done that twice, and within the day, they're sending, they're connecting me with other people. Yeah, and no, so, have, yeah. So I feel like that is like a really key part. And you said like the bronze, golden, tier, uh, you know, all those tiers. Um, what I feel like people should know, like, is like obviously you should have multiple tiers. You should have the bronze silver and gold for the mm -hmm. high tier the medium tier and the low tier so it's basically mm -hmm. like nine brackets that you should have as like an emergency because like even the low tier there's like the bottom of the barrel and they are like bronze tier mm -hmm. the bronze of the bronze tier though you know what i mean <laughs> and yeah. this is for the very desperate times you know and then oh, there's yeah. a, like the medium where you can put a little bit extra on you know like maybe it could push your live stream package mm -hmm. Well, maybe I could push this, you know, there's maybe not a hundred dollars in there, you know, and mm -hmm. there, there's like add-ons that you should throw on there. And it's like, yeah, it's very important to see that. And like with those hours mm -hmm. that you mentioned too, like the 15 hours divided um, through like $300, that is mm -hmm. not great, you know, but you could do it if you do one or two hours a day and you don't do it like eight hours, you know, like the whole week and like, whoa, la-di-da, now I didn't work all week you know if you do it in the free time you know so that that I would actually maybe disagree with because um, oh, I've, I've, okay. I've I've done that before I've done because it, it, it does sound like good thinking right that like like yeah like, let's just spread this out in tiny increments and we'll just fit it in but but what's happening then is it's staying in your brain it's it's still there it's like this thing that's on the back burner so so those projects those bronze projects I I, I still want to put the work and I want to give them the respect of giving them a good product but but my whole thing then is get them off get them off the stove get that off the platter get them get them out like that's that's where it should be more conveyor belt and I say conveyor belt not as like let's make terrible creative projects but more like let's be more time focused than quality focused a little bit um, you know so <clears throat> so it's almost like ratios right it's like you know so if you get the gold plan qualities up here times down here like this may take me forever but it's going to be great quality where bronze it should be the other way where you know the quality has to go down but the time i want this thing done i want to literally get this guy a website in two weeks so he's gone you know um yeah. or he comes back but i you know because yeah if you have enough i've done that before where i have like 10 small projects and you just start to lose it because you're like i got two hours this two hours this two hours this two hours this and it just yeah. becomes insane so i would say actually those bronze clients get them get them out the door get them happy and out the door just like you were a store right get them get them happy get them out the, the door thing. but here's the thing like there's a difference if you put the the time combined in like in chunks big chunks mm -hmm. and you you know if you do it that way versus like you do it over like two weeks the, the impact that that will do is like crazy if i would have done the video for example for one of those bronze video uh bronze videos it would be mm -hmm. terrible it would be it would be not good at all it would be really mm -hmm. bad you know because like you still compete with everybody in the market so like i feel like you cannot yeah. do that amount that 
everything combined, you have to think about it a little bit. Otherwise, it's like n not mm -hmm. doable. So th this is just not, like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, you bring up good points, though. Yeah. And and what I, I do want to say to people, and I would I would challenge you and I challenge myself, really, is um there is a bottom to the bronze that you need to identify clients that you don't want. Like, you can't have this thing where every single person that wants to take you to the dance gets to go to the dance with you. Like, there is people that just don't qualify. And I'm trying to get better at that, right? So it's like, let's say I quote them $500 for a $1,000 thing. And they're still like, ah, oh, man, I was really thinking $200, man. Maybe 100 I don't know. And then, then you're like, no. Then I'm sorry, you have to go somewhere else. Maybe Fiverr. Maybe one of these other places. Because um, then, because we're bottom of the barrel. You want to go under the barrel now. You want to go, like, deep into the ground. Um, you just yeah. want to find something in the trash can and wipe it off and make it yours. So, so like, you know, then this isn't the fit. This isn't a great fit. Um, yeah. you know, here's Fiverr, here's those things, you know, there's this thing called Canva here and it's amazing. So go ahead and use that and make your own stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird time. Like, obviously there's a lot of people who want to have a website. They don't really, um, can, you know, monetize a website. Like that is one of my mm -hmm. things where I'm like, okay, if I work with a client, so that's like, I have a January, maybe a thing going on where I'm like, Hmm, do you want to work with that person? Because like, I know they will mm -hmm. not make a return on that video no matter what I quote them, you know, it could be like, I quote them 2000, I quote them a hundred or $70 does not matter. I think that person will not make a dime of it, you know? And I mm -hmm. think like those people should not even ask for a video because they just want to have a video for a video. You know what I mean? It's like kind of want that mm -hmm. of myself. So I feel good about myself, but I have no way of monetizing it. And I, I feel like for yeah. myself, because I'm like, I've I reached out to people like, Hey, I want a website. Hey, Sean, you want to do a website for me? I'm like, I maybe can monetize it, but I'm not even sure if I could, you know? So that that's where I'm like, I, I got to be upfront and like, okay, then I see the value in it. Because if you see the value in the website and I know I like make mm -hmm. 10 grand with it, I probably should spend three grand, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, one of the best things that I learned a long time ago was instead of a lot of business people think of these things as costs, cost, cost, cost. And you got to get them to say investment. This is an investment. You're investing yeah. in your business, which means that it's not that you're going to come out of the video and immediately the money's going to start printing out of the, the printer. Like it's yeah. investment. So it's like you're building things up slowly. And so for me, <clears throat> with websites, it's really, you know, I just say, this is a storefront. And how much was your real storefront? You're paying a lot of rent. You had to pay a lot of money to get in there. It was a lot of work. This is yeah. so little in comparison. Like, I'm going to charge you two grand to have a store? Like... Like, so it's, um, so it's like breaking things down into investments help and, but yeah, it's, um, but I would say that like, because if you do find yourself with all these bottom level clients, because you can't say they, they, they breed more bottom level clients, right? So if you start to charge people $200, $100, super cheap prices, they're going to tell their friends, Hey, I got this guy to make a video for a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. And it may seem good. You're like, whoa, man, I'm getting all these new clients that all these people reach out, but it's because they've been taught to not pay you well. So now you're just yeah. going to get all these, you're going to be the most popular, poor creative out there. Yeah, and it, they, I, I don't know who did that saying, but it basically goes like, good work attracts good work, and probably cheap work attracts cheap work too. You know what I mean? Like, you're so 100% you, you work, right, 100% right. Yeah, so you basically get more of the cheap work if you do cheap work. Um, mm -hmm. But it's like always like a balance, because on the one side, you need the money, you know, and it's like, it's not like that randomly, oh, you could have made five grand now if you would not have taken on the three hundred dollars, mm -hmm. you know, because like you probably wouldn't be on their radar if you couldn't do the cheap job. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah. a little bit of both because like you have to put out yeah. social proof that you're alive, that you're active, you know? Yeah, and I I love your idea of social proof. I do like that because <clears throat> one thing in COVID that I saw 
that a lot of creators um, had a hard time with is when everything shut down, right? When when all the money shut down and nobody wanted to hire creatives, it was interesting to see the creatives that were like, okay, cool, I can still create stuff, I can still get better. And then there was the creatives that were just, you know, too busy crying and they were too busy sad <laughs> about it. And they were like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, well, do something. Like, we're, you started somewhere, you started this creative journey somewhere, you should go back to that. And um, and you know, and I always bring this up to people too, is that there's nonprofits that need your help. So if you're like, dang it, I can't find clients and I'm even willing to do free work if I can, I just need to get some social equity, go hit up the nonprofits. If you're, if you're straight out of college and you're like, I can't, I don't have any work. Nobody believes in me. Nobody thinks that they, they should hire me. Go to the nonprofits. They need your help. They, they need any help and they'll take it, especially if it's free. So you know, that's yeah. how you get that cool social equity. And I'll tell you what, those nonprofit clients have husbands, have wives, have brothers and sisters that own companies. And if you do a knock knockout job for them, you'd be surprised how much stuff will come come through the door then. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's an interesting thing. Like in being in the business world, it's like, obviously that social proof is hard to generate because like, um, it, if you don't have work, how do you create social proof? You know what I mean? So it's like, mm -hmm. what should you do then? And I think it goes then back to being creative and doing whatever you like doing. You know, if you're being an mm -hmm. artist and you draw, you should just draw for yourself, you know? And sometimes you should just do yeah. work for yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's cool, too. I think the work for yourself part is cool. Like I said earlier, like starting the day off with that, too. You know, <clears throat> being like, if you like to paint, if you like to draw, if you like to do poetry, if you like to do these things that don't really help your business, um, you know, then then start the morning with those things. And But yeah, you should. You should keep those things going. And then um, at the same time, you you should be improving your skills. I mean, that's something that even I still struggle with this day is that you need to schedule time to improve. You know, if you get to this point where I've been for years, I feel like where you don't have any time to improve. I just have client work. How, how the heck am I supposed to? I, I barely have enough time to do the client work. How the heck am I going to watch a tutorial on something? I feel like you're pretty good at this where you're at least good at diving into new things. You, you, you yeah. can make the time to at least be like, there's this new technology. I'm going to make the time to dive into it. And that's that's yeah. so important. That's so important. Yeah, I, I I like trying to be like a kid and just like learn new things and not get like, you know, stubborn and stiff and like, oh, I can't bend mm -hmm. over because I, you know, been that way mm -hmm. all the time. So you got to be mm -hmm. doing that mentally yoga. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're it is. It's it's you know, you're like a sim. You have to you have to fill up all of the all the bars to to operate well and. And yeah, and I, I've been that sim that hasn't operated well, and he's just pushing himself through the work, and people can tell. They can tell in the work. They can tell in your energy. So um, yeah, so I, yeah, so to wrap that kind of all up, I would say that yeah, I, I think like you're right though with the social proof that like get stuff out there, and 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 to add on to that, one thing that that I've started to do, that I think you've been doing, but with this podcast is the first time in a long time that I've done this is. Get your opinions out there. Talk. You know, you're a person, right? People have a higher, uh, have an easier time hiring a person than a stranger, right? So, so this podcast already, I think I've told you off camera that I've already had a couple people, um, like clients and things like that, um, two or three, um, one prospect and and two two clients I have now actually bring up things that we've talked about on this podcast, and that's yeah. kind of cool too because now your thoughts are out there. Now there there doesn't have to be any fits a you know sharing stuff and selling himself. They're like I've already seen the podcast, man. I I believe in you. So so there's something to that too, right? Like if you just entered the creative market, you're a stranger. Nobody really knows about you. 
So find a way to get get yourself out there, right? And maybe it's through creativity. So it doesn't have to be in front of a camera. You know, it could just be like do your own art on the side, right? And and that's just kind of a fun thing. I've I've never had any clients get turned off by me doing my own projects. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, if they're inappropriate, <clears throat> if you do some kind of shifty, weird stuff for your side stuff, obviously don't show that. But um, <clears throat> well, but there's yeah, people... always a way to make money with that too. <laughs> so it's like it's not bad. Just keep oh, yeah. on doing, dude. <laughs> keep on doing. But yeah, but but passion, man. People love passion. You know, they don't they don't like to see the burned out creative either. Nobody wants to work out with a burned out creative. So yeah. yeah. So no, I I love what you said. There is some social proof though. You have to have both. It's kind of this. Yeah. You have to find that balance. Yeah, on that note, I kind of wanted to give a shout out because like the first thing that you should do in the morning is drink coffee. And one of Rachel's friends or co-workers did like, um, like basically that she created artwork of her own pets and printed it on mugs. And out of that, she started an Etsy shop, you know, and I think like nice. that's like one of those things, you know, like you can do a hobby and it turns into something, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's the what's their uh, shop called? You have um, to shout out the name. I, I yeah, I think it's called Mr. Momo. If I'm yeah, Mr. Momo's on Etsy. <clears throat> Personal personalized dog mugs. So she did actually for Rachel um, cat mugs. What is kind of funny. Yeah. Nice, that, nice. Yeah. So for so for all uh, yeah, outfit, yeah. Show us show us the store. Yeah. So this is actually kind of interesting because like I have an Etsy shop too. Her name is Kristen, and here you see some custom dog mugs. So you probably can send her some photos, and she makes like custom dog mugs what is pretty cool and there's some cat ones too mm -hmm. i like the cats the best but yeah yeah there we go she actually has a lot of listings holy moly now i'll compare that with my six um listings on my store do you it's have okay. a store Quan Sean? quantity's not everything quantity's not yeah. everything um yeah, do i have an etsy store nope not yet um in the process, actually. I haven't brought anything up to you, but there is um, things being developed behind closed doors for oh. a new store that I am going to be launching. So I was like accidentally... Now he's just, like, now he's just looking at his metrics. Oh, God. Now he's on his Facebook. Oh, God. This <laughs> oh, is... no. Oh, no. Stop sharing. There we go. <laughs> uh -oh, consuming, consuming. We, 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 had, um, we had the hop open. God damn. Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so no, I um, but yeah, so yeah, so just I guess for everyone out there, that was Mr. Momos. Is that what it is? Yeah, Mr. Momos is a Etsy shop okay. where you can get cool. your cat and dog mugs uh, made customly. Cool. But well, yeah. go go get those mugs, people, because yeah, those are awesome. And then um, yeah, so yeah, I I'll let you know about my store when that when that kind of pops up. There is going to be that component. There's behind closed doors right now. Um, you know behind closed doors i act like there's like this like wall going up that like coming 2023 like there's like all these like, i don't know I know, but, um, like let's say it like that coming in 2023 coming 2023 this spring um you know so i you know there's i'm redoing my website i'm going to be launching my paintings website i'm going to start selling prints i'm getting those photos taken in the next couple weeks launching another mystery store that i just mentioned that i i, I won't talk too much about where you can buy products and stuff and so i'm gonna start getting these things out right because i've i've definitely recognized this last year it's about putting nets out right put all these yeah. nets out put put some you know get another fishing pole put some lure on it put it there boom you have something yeah. else in the water so so here's a fun concept um or like a, a thought pattern or a thought that i have right now so usually it's the new year new me and everybody says that and everybody gets demotivated because like it's a new year but it's not a new me you know and that is like the mm -hmm. negative mindset that you can have 
and some people they just like want to rain on your parade let's say you have those new habits and you want to try this new thing and people are like nah you're mm -hmm. just still the same person you know or you say the same thing to yourself could be the same thing you know it doesn't really matter but the point is mm -hmm. like you should be motivated and just do it because sometimes like oh yeah i started an etsy shop like i think a year or two years ago yeah a year ago i think i made my first mm -hmm. listing and i'm like i could have been demotivated you know and yeah it, it leads to new mm -hmm. things you know you should just keep on doing and stay motivated you know yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, all of us as creators, we, we like to create things and have control over stuff. And I know um, being in the, the worlds that we live in, we don't always have control over stuff, right? You you don't you don't have a choice in like, you know, making a lawyer video and I don't have a choice in making like a, a doctor's website. Like that's not things that we yeah. like wake up and we're like, I can't I can't wait to do that. So, you know, I think you have to do the things that you want to do, the things you want control of, right? Like for me, when I was a kid, man, I was such a, a little nerd. I, I, I loved like reading Lord of the Rings and making like little dorky maps and creating characters and writing my own little yeah. stories and stuff like that. So it's like, how do we get that back in there, right? Because that doesn't work with most client work. They don't want me to be all fantasy and weird about it. But yeah. you know, how do you bring that back in, right? So that's that's where like I've I've done goofy things like Dungeons and Dragons and and other little outlets of creativity that they don't really serve me at least not yet, but. They're just, they're just, they get me back to that kid, Sean. And I think, that, I think you've brought that up a few times that that child energy is super important. Get back to the kid in you. Yeah. So, so here's another thing like that I think about that because like people, they will see long term and they're like, okay, yeah, long term that will not make sense after, you know, and then they, they don't even start. Sometimes you just have to start or mess things up or, you know, how I usually say to you, you got to fuck things up. So to get, just get started, you know, and then. You're in the mud, and now like you have to like get out of it, or you're actually getting rewarded for actually starting that Etsy shop, or actually doing the thing that you wanted to do, you know? But if mm -hmm. you think about it, and you talk yourself out of it, that doesn't lead to anything, you know? So you, you just mm -hmm. gotta keep on going and do things, kinda. Yeah, yeah, and I think, you know, just, things are cheaper now than ever to start, and so, yeah. re really starting is just, you know, starting to create whatever it is, and that can be free or cheap. I mean, where you're just coming up with the idea, get a get a pad of paper and a pencil and start just planning it out. That's that's where it starts. It doesn't have to be a big investment. And you know, and like I, I've said before, you know, you have so many options. I mean, um, so yeah, if you can't afford a designer or someone, then then you have options out there. There's so so you're right. It's it's kind of one of those things of a lot of people just expect, yeah, new year, new me. But there's no plan. There's no actionable plan. Um, yeah, I'll have to find the book. There's an amazing book that was written by the guy that created Behance, um, and he had it's such. Oh, you don't know about Behance? So, so I'll go ahead and share my screen to see. So Behance yeah. is, and this is actually a good point that we can bring up in another video. Is that for creatives out there? And yet again, I do a terrible job of this. I'm going to give advice that I'm not really following that well. <laughs> There we so, go. I'll I'll always be honest with the audience. Like I'm not gonna act like, hey man, I'm 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 a oh, big. We got it all I'm, figured out. Six I'm a big wig. No problem. Yeah, <laughs> I'm big wig. I'm you're. Yeah, I don't I don't need to learn any of these lessons. So Behance is just a creative for any of you out there. It's a creative kind of social network where you can you can post your stuff. Um, and so it's a, so it's just a nice place where other creatives can look at your work. It's a it's another place to have a portfolio. So let's say you don't you don't have the money to make a portfolio website. It's just another place where you can for free have a portfolio to send people. It's owned by Adobe. Surprise, surprise. And um, but yeah, so you can like jump into some of the projects. Um, and what's nice is they compress the images too a lot of the time, so they're very hard to steal. 
Um, but you know, places like this are where I kind of go for inspiration. Sometimes if I get stuck, I'll go to Behance. Um, another one I can bring up here is, and you maybe have heard of is Dribble. Have you ever heard of Dribble? Nope. So Dribble.com is more web web based, but it's kind of moved into print and product and typography in the recent years. But yet again, another social network, another place to, you know, yet again, if you're, um, if you're looking for inspiration, it's a good place to start as well. Um, but yeah, a good place to start posting stuff, right? And get feedback and interact with other creatives. Um, you know, so some of these, you know, it'll be just like a graphic. Some of them, that, like it says case study here, it'll be a full case study. And this is something I'm starting to do with my work where you're not just showing the work and the beautiful work, but you're talking about it. You're talking about the problems you solved. You're showing some of the things that you've done to solve that problem. You're going kind of through each part of the process. And so, so yeah, so I, you know, I would... I would say, yeah, explore those things too. Um, for any new creative, you know, you, you should get your work out there, talk, start conversations. And I'll tell you what, I've, I've done a terrible job of that. I, I really do need to get better at getting my work out in different places. Um, yeah, no, but yeah. So that, you, you're doing actually pretty good. You're doing good. Like I, I saw your Instagram, you know, you got some posts open there. You can check out some websites. You're doing a really good job there. And I like the way how you're represented, like your work. I actually showed it oh, the other you. day, like it to a friend, and he was like, "Oh, um, my wedding photos made it into a, um, sorry for into a magazine." And he's like, "How should I um, display that?" And I'm like, "Hey, do it like this guy. Have a photo of the magazine, and you know, like show it as if it would be on a PC screen, like the website, and scroll through exactly. it, you know." And mm -hmm. I'm like, "That would be maybe cool, you know." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, and yeah, for everyone out there, um, Sean Craig Creative, so S-E-A-N, <laughs> Craig Creative. Um, I need all the followers I can get. <laughs> I am probably the most unpopular social person. It's so funny. But um, so, yeah, so talking yeah. about the social stuff, you know, for everyone out there, you know, leave a comment. Where do you think Sean's uh, social versus creative work ratio is? Are we zero and 100? Do you think there's 10% yeah. maybe? <laughs> so, um, but yeah. yeah it cannot it would, be um, zero cannot be zero because like zero times 10 doesn't get anything you know so you're at zero 1.2 let's say 1.2 <laughs> and it, it was 0.2 until this podcast now it's 1.2 yeah. but yeah it's um but yeah so i think you know and you you've done a great job i think you do you do a good job of like posting stuff you're doing and being a real person i think that's cool obviously i think i can get too much i know some creatives and i'm like all right stop sharing so much i don't i don't need to know how everything's made don't show me how all the sausage is made but yeah. um but yeah, I think like, you know, one thing I want to get better at that I started doing during COVID when stuff slowed down, because yet again, some people cried and got all sad during COVID and us creatives are like, I have, I, I've always had this approach that like the world could end and I'll still be creative. You can't stop me, bro. Like until I'm dead, I'm going to be creative. I'll be in the hospital bed knitting. I don't care. Like I'm going to be creative. Um, but, um, you know, so when the, when COVID started, you know, I, um, and this, and this will probably be making a premiere. I'm going to bring it back with such a cool concept. Um, I was trying to learn After Effects, and so one of the this kind of tutorial I started, but I didn't really get too deep in because I got too lost in my own creative juices, was creating this kind of arcade side-scroller. And so I made a COVID side-scroller where you would actually, so you start it, and it like does like, burr, 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 and then you do like a character select thing, and it like... Like you could you could do Dr. Fauci or you could do Donald Trump or and so I even like pixelated those characters and had them created and so so it's like I things like, like that. that. I think I think it'd be cool to start to share because I think you know, yet again, humor too, right? Like I think we both know this. If you can get me to laugh, you've just taken down all my armor. So so I yeah. think that's kind of where I'm gonna start to go too, because I think a lot of people they love the quality of work. They like I, I really do like have this kind of quality about me that people like. However, 
once people meet me, they're like, I thought you were going to be like a stuffy asshole. I thought you were going to be like really mean and just like yeah. you're going to come in. <laughs> but you're like so goofy and nice and fun. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of do need to maybe put that out a little bit more. Like, don't be so don't be scared. I don't bite. You know, like I'm, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, I feel like also it's like a habit, you know, you, you do the social proofing, you, you start doing it, you get used to it, and then you're okay with it. It's not a thing that you will love, because like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's bad if you love it, right? It's almost like uh, you shouldn't love it in a weird way, yeah. like, right? Or should you? Because like, that is also like a thing where I'm like, people are like, who are obsessed with themselves, they really love themselves, but they're really happy, mm -hmm. I guess, about themselves. What is a good thing? You I guess, I yeah. Mean? We just we just live in a weird time where where I think people are very sensitive to that. They can really pick out when you're when you're too full of yourself, and it turns people off really quickly. I think I found yeah. it even like creatives that are just like so about themselves, they just don't feel approachable. I guess that's my big thing is like you know, leave, be approachable. Don't don't scare people away. I've known creatives that are really good, but I feel like they haven't had a great career because everyone's too scared to talk to them, and you yeah. don't want that. Yeah. Gosh, we're already at 50 minutes. I know you have a lot going on. So what's going on for Sean the last couple of days of the year? Yeah, you know, like I said, I've just I've just been planning a lot of stuff. Um, I've been um, getting our products ready. Going to do a quick shout out here. If you need a nice mouse pad that oh, says infinite, says creative, it's premium. So I would say all of you go to infinitecreativepodcast.com. These things are not so that expensive at all. Yeah, so how did you make that? Because you said that's made with mid-journey. Now, I want to actually um, dissect the image a little bit. So yeah. what were the commands for that? Because that really looks dope. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, yeah, I don't have the list right in front of me, but I know that some of them was, yeah, it was it was infinite creative. Um, and then I put, like, art, horizons, um, future, um, things like that. And, um, yeah, and this is what came out after a few renditions. So, and then also I did pull this into Photoshop. I will tell everyone, I'm not going to take credit for all of this, but I did pull this into Photoshop and clean it up. So there was also okay. some work that needed to be done. There was some weirdness like in here that I cleaned up and there was like weirdness everywhere. But, um, you know, and I think, you know, on the store, there will be real art too. So for anyone out there that's already like, oh, they're just going to put AI art on their store. They're going to be one of those guys. Like, nope, nope. There's going to be real art as well. But you know, um, I thought this was, um, yeah, a really good way to, you know, just kind of trick the AI into giving me some cool art. Be like, how about you define infinite creative? What the heck does that yeah. mean? So yeah, buy like these. They're, they're, they're really nice quality. I actually was really surprised at how well this came out. I thought it was going to come a lot more fuzzy, but it's really high quality, like like print and everything. So, so yeah, guys, go to the go to the website. This type of stuff really helps us a ton. Be able to pay for this podcast. There is there is costs. You know, it's too we, long. We haven't gotten it's too long. It's too long. We haven't gotten any money. So please, I'm begging you, please buy one. Too long. Oh, no. Sheesh, this guy just went off for an hour on on cat mugs. Anyway, <laughs> jeez. No, it's all good. No, I, I mean like um, as long as it's about the mid journey, you know, and it's like secondary, but whatever. Um, no, I really dig it though. And you're right. We gotta we gotta get them sales and we gotta get them guests. But we potentially have maybe we we talked about it too often that we maybe have guests. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but. Maybe next week we got somebody, and maybe we got your accountant, and we will talk about taxes. Like, are you excited about your taxes, or are you worried? I'm How excited you about it. <laughs> a little worried after this year, really. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, I feel I'm, the same. I feel yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah, I feel okay. I feel good about it. I feel okay about taxes. It's yeah, I made more money this year, so taxes went up a bit. Um, but um, but yeah, not nothing too bad. You know, I love I love my accountant. He's just great. I mean, I I would yeah. tell everyone out there once you can afford, mine's a thousand dollars a year. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, I'll uh, hopefully get him on the show. Um, I have some other people lined up as well. I have um, a friend here who's starting his own podcast, um, and he's also a videographer. He does international work. He just came back from Italy. So I have him kind of set up. I have a few other people. I, I haven't really told you because I, I, I tend to That's tell fine. people things once they're lined up. I don't want to like get you excited for stuff that doesn't happen. But yeah, yeah. about four or five guests lined up. So I think um, not lined up for sure, but like, um, yeah. So yeah, I think this year that will be one of the biggest changes we'll see coming up. Yeah. And, and this next week, I'm excited for our potential first guest. That would be awesome. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Also, I think I want to give a shout out to myself. And I thought about that, you know, like... I got now those new textures on my lens stand, and I, I think like they're looking really dope. Kind of, I don't know if you see it. It's like shattered glass on, you know. And I was like, maybe we should sell the special edition on the website. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Yeah, like uh, just an infinite creative version. Hmm. Yeah. Do like a. Ooh, I like that actually. I can, can you put like a? a can you put the the, like the little infinite thing on the bottom or something like that'd be cool yeah or make cool. it as a cutout you know like have the infinite logo as a cutout in the front so the aid will oh well there you go I oh that'd be know. if you made it like purple with like stars in it and stuff i don't know now i'm just getting crazy yeah, yeah we could do that <laughs> that would be a custom version one of a kind <laughs> make it an nft yeah but make yeah, like five I... or ten we'll, we'll number them one out of ten yeah. get them now <laughs> Yeah, but on that note, like, um, thanks for hanging out and doing the podcast um, with me. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so far, I'm like, I think I learned a lot today. Did you learn anything, Sean? No, nope, nothing. All... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's been a great day. No, I think I, I loved your point about the social, the social proof, right? Because I think that's something that I think all of us can get better at. I think, like, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I love this podcast too, and I'm excited for another year of doing this. So I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for all of you out there, I, I've noticed we've gotten a couple new subscribers, so I want to thank all of you guys for watching and stuff, and just please keep showing up, you know, we're we're going to hopefully get better and better and better and better at this, so. Yeah, it's all about community, because in the future of AI, we, we need our friends and families to be together and be a community, because, like, you don't want to mm -hmm. buy AI stuff, technically, <laughs> in the future, because, like, hmm. not from ours, but I'm just like, you know what I mean. <laughs> this AI stuff, yes. Other AI yeah. stuff, no. <laughs> Yeah, because they're our competition, and we've got to beat them as a Yeah, Yeah, and I know we've talked a lot about AI recently. I think we're going to have some episodes where we don't. I think we're going to take some some break from AI for a little bit. But, um, but yeah, to, I just want to – I've talked to a couple other people since the episode came out, and, um, and yeah, and I just want to say, yet, yet again, AI is not going to take everything away. Don't be too scared of AI. It's a tool. Yeah. It's it's not going to displace any of us. So, um, not yet. Yeah, so, like I said, the world can end, and you can still be creative, you know, so, so just keep being creative, yeah. bro. Yeah. Let's do this. Um, yeah, so thank you, Sean. And uh, I think I see you guys in another episode where we, Sean and I, talk about the, the creative future and creative stuff in the new year. Hopefully. Yeah, so so go out there, create, guys. Be happy, create stuff, and we'll see you um, through this next year, 2023. Let's do it. Yep. Sweet.